Zero. put any pressure on you, but I'm going to be in Austin for Thanksgiving, okay? And you better take care of business like you did right here in Lubbock last year. Hour three, T-Row in the morning show. Toby and TJ back with you. This show brought to you every day by the River Wind. Nine days away now from a Sooner kickoff, a week from Saturday, OU Arkansas State at 11 a.m., that means pregame coverage for us at 7 a.m. right there on uh, Campus Corner. Can't wait. It's game week next week. We got the Monday Night Coaches Show coming up at uh, the Huddle and the Coaches Show at Rudy's on Monday. Um, you know, TJ's got three predictions, uncle, all the kind of stuff you love uh, on our show all week long. It's almost here, folks, nine days away. A few things I haven't gotten to yet today. Did you see the uh, – well, it's been quite a week for OU men's basketball teach. Blake Griffin came to see him uh, by the last couple of days. It was Trey Young yesterday playing hoops with the fellas. Mm-hmm. And a new coach. Well, yeah, yeah, that became official yesterday. Oh, became Clay official. Custer. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the video of Trey playing with the guys is – jeez, just like – it's just so unfair. He's just ridiculous, man. He like cross. He steps across half court and launches a three. And I don't know. He's amazing. But that's pretty cool, man. Might be your, one of the guys on this team this year. And you got Blake Griffin and Trey Young stopping by. Wonder if Austin Reeves or Buddy are in town. They just keep the week going. Just keep know? it going, yeah. Just have them all there. Play four on five. See how that goes for the current team. Uh, we can probably get a fifth in there, right? Let's see. Buddy Blake, Austin Trey, and um, – I mean, Taylor's always with Blake, it seems like, so maybe he just fills in the fifth spot. Okay, there we go. I was trying to think if there's anybody else on a bench somewhere, but I don't think so. I don't so. think so. There may be some in the D League, or there was. I don't know. A lot of guys – Isaiah Maddie Cousins, Williams stuff is like in that. the WNBA. We could get her to come over. Yeah, and help. that's true. That's true. Be good. Um, some injury news and, and suspension news and stuff out there. Georgia has lost running back Branson Robinson for the season, ruptured patella tendon. He was one of the running backs that they expect to rely on this year. 
Um, so that's a blow for the dogs. LSU defensive lineman Mason Smith, preseason All-American, will miss that opener against Florida State, according to reports. One-game suspension for an improper benefit. And we've played the audio a couple of times today, but Shohei Otani will not pitch anymore again this year for the Angels. Torn UCL, Mike Trout back to the IL for them as well. The Reds are now 11-1 and against the American League West this year, Teach. We only have the Mariners left, so we'll try to help you out here in a couple of weeks when Seattle comes to town. But, hey, Seattle finally lost last night. Finally, extra innings and was Houston. good to the Rangers. Uh, yeah, extra innings uh, in both games and uh, good for the Rangers. They took the day off and gamed half game on both of them, so that was good. Who do you have uh, this weekend? Um, Minnesota is next. I think they play Minnesota-like. Six or seven straight here. I think that's this series coming up. Uh, let me see if I'm uh, misremembering the order of I things. I think that's right. I was looking because uh, I think they've got down, yeah. They're at Minnesota, right. then flip around and come back to Arlington and play Minnesota again, kind huh. of back to back. It's kind of weird. Yeah, that is interesting. Or no, no, there's a gap in there. Minnesota at Minnesota at New York, then back to uh, Minnesota at home. Uh, Yankees or Mets? Uh, Mets. The ACC is on the verge, it sounds like, of adding Cal, Stanford, and SMU. That could become a deal today. It is being reported out there that they've got the votes now. So we shall see. How about SMU figuring out a way to get themselves into this? Hey, we won't take money for a decade. Just let us be a part of something. It's remarkable, Is it really. like seven years or something like that is what's being reported? That they're willing so, to not so, take uh, any type of money. So, if this happens uh, before, uh, let's see, two Saturdays from now, we've got another Power Five team on our schedule. <laughs> nice try, nice try. I don't know <laughs> that I consider that conference a power conference anymore. Adding oh come three. on, Clemson and Florida State are over there. Uh, yeah, they're carrying it. North Carolina, North Carolina I give credit to Miami. I know there's a few, but I'm Duke. saying the three they're adding. I'm just like. All right, just adding for the sake of adding. I don't get that. SMU, man, remarkable. And uh, I I assume I didn't get to listen to our station yesterday. I assume this probably uh, got picked up and made some waves. But Brett McMurphy reporting uh, on the Big 12 coach's favorite musical artists. You saw all these, right, Teach? I did not see this. Oh, really? Uh Uh-uh. Okay, well, I'll go down the list here. Is our uh, the favorite musical artist for each of the Big Twelve coaches? Dave, you react when I give you the name, all right? Dave Aranda, the Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> he just picked another Dave. <laughs> Do you think so? Yes. BYU coach Kalani Sataki said Bob Marley. Huh. Interesting. Cincinnati's Scott Satterfield said Luke Combs. Ah, I knew I liked that guy. Dana Holgerson, Post Malone. <laughs> That's not real. That's what he said. He's lying. He like Post Malone. <laughs> Matt Campbell, Van Halen. Uh, huh, I could see that. Lance Leipold. Kenny Chesney. I like some Kenny Chesney. Chris Kleiman. Cole Swindell. Ugh. 
a boring individual would like a terrible artist like Cole Smindell. I'm going to save uh, Venables and Gundy to last. Sonny Dykes, the Dave Matthews Band. Ooh, Dave Matthews Band, very popular with Big 12 coaches. Uh, you're going to like this one. Steve Sarkeesian, Tupac. <laughs> Shut up. He does not like Tupac. What he said? <laughs> That's his favorite musical artist. He sits artist. on a throne of lies. <laughs> Joey McGuire. George Strait. Of course. He he doesn't know who George Strait is. He just said that because of where he's from, and now he love it. Gus Malzahn, The Cars. <laughs> the first time that's ever been said by anyone. What's your favorite artist? Uh, the Cars. Neil Brown, West Virginia. Zach Bryan. Ooh, there we go, Neil Brown. Might be listening right hey. now. Good morning, Zach. Good morning, Zach. All right, you ready for uh, our guys? Yeah. Uh, Gundy. Prince. Huh. Prince is an incredible artist. Mm -hmm. I would have never have guessed that from Mike Gundy in a million years. Mm -hmm. Now, he was just at the Zach Bryan concert in Tulsa, got up on stage singing Revival with him. Prince was? Uh, no, right. <laughs> Mike Gundy was. Well, what a story that would have been. So I would have thought he would have had a country artist in there. I, I feel Prince, like huh. they, McMurphy must have taken this poll before he was on stage with Zach Bryan, yeah. or he would have had to have said Zach Yeah, because even afterwards he said that was kind of like one of the most incredible rushes he's ever had in his life. It was a feeling like he had never experienced through all the games he had been through and everything, playing career. He said he'd never experienced anything quite like that. So, You want to guess on Brent Venables? Brent Venables seems like some like 80s grunge or 90s grunge band. Maybe like, like a, a Pearl Jam or a Nirvana. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I feel that way, but I'll say something like that. Something out of the Seattle area. I am going... You like Brent Venables, right? Very much so, yes. Oh, no. Is this going to be bad and I'm not going to like this? I think you're going to be disappointed. Oh, no. Kane Brown. Brent. <laughs> no good? No good. So disappointed right now. I may have to talk with Joe C. on Friday about replacing his head coach at the University right. of Oklahoma. This uh -huh. is unacceptable. Kane Brown? Is he a 13-year-old girl? My son loves me some Bury Me in Georgia, though. Brent, and the people over at the football office listening right now, this is a very powerful show. We mm -hmm. sell pimento cheese. We change lives. Mm -hmm. Someone go talk to your head coach. <laughs> I think there's a chance. Even if that's true, you don't admit it in public. I don't. I don't. I have a hard time imagining Brent listening to music. Well, that may be true, and that may he just knew the name Kane Brown for some reason. Although, like I said, my kid really likes the Bury Me in Georgia song. Bury Me in Georgia. Which I will give Kane Brown credit for. It may be one of his better songs. He doesn't have mm -hmm. many, so. There you go. There's your big. So who had uh, who had the best? Uh, we had a Luke Combs and a Zach Bryan that, in there. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, the best is. Uh, the King George Strait there. Okay. 
I like Joey several of the choices. I, I like uh, Van Halen. I like uh, Post Malone. I like a lot of these that are on here. Cole Swindell is by far the worst, even more, oh, really? more so than What's Kane Cole Brown. What's Cole Swindell sing that I know? Uh, that Drink a Buy song. Uh, and uh, the Ted's Carolina song that he plays off the Jody Messina song. Cole oh, Swindell's that's not, terrible. That's not his song. Well, it's his song. He took her song and then made it into his song by using her song. So, mm-hmm. Cole Swindell's terrible. I got this one in my iPod. This is Cole Swindell. Break up in the end. Yeah, it's not a bad song. That's not. This isn't a bad song for him. I still walk in that bar a little drunk. Yeah. Um, that dang drink a buy song when it comes on, I get angry. <laughs> At least no right, one said well, Dan and Shay. Nobody said Dan and Shay. Nobody said Taylor Swift. And uh, nobody said Eric Church. So. Yeah. These coaches have got to learn some lessons. Kane Brown. There were some good knew, selections, though. I'll give them uh, credit. Some of them did have some good selections. I knew that was going to be a blow for you. And I knew you would thoroughly enjoy Dana Holgerson's. <laughs> Both of them getting high together listening to his music. Post Malone. <laughs> I wonder if Hol- I can see Holgerson and uh, Sarkeesian in a room together with headphones on, right? Holgerson listening to Post Malone and Sark <laughs> listening to Tupac. <laughs> Tupac. Get out of here. We'll be back. The way you smell so The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. I was on a high uh, from the pimento cheese yesterday. I'm on a massive low now of disappointment, depression, and Brent Venables. Come on, coach. He does have two teenage girls. Uh, maybe that's all he gets to listen to in the car. Yeah, maybe maybe he gets a lot of that in the car. I don't know. Gosh, I, I, I certainly have, have listened to Bronx, a lot of stuff I would have never listen to. Bronx, over the I last love you. Of years. I love you. If you're on your way to school right now, you have such incredible taste. Mm-hmm. Um, it is unbelievable your musical taste, and thank you, thank you. Mm. Boy, that was a, quite a moment we all got to be a yeah, part of right yeah. there between a father and a son. Uh, Zach Bryan comes on, he'll crank it up. A couple of other artists, he'll crank it up. Luke Combs, some others. Uh, we'll turn it to like past a pop or rock song, even if it's like some '80s hit or something. You're like, turn this junk off. What is this crap? What is this crap? He's such a calm. <laughs> such a calm. When I see Bronx, by the way, people, he never says a word. No, he's very quiet in public in front of other he people. He smiles and grins. He's the most he's, polite, reserved, kind young man. But he when is, the Bronx character on the radio is like aggressively opinionated. That is, Get out of here that with is Bronx this at home. garbage. He is very much his dad's son. I was very quiet. Still am to this Why day. Why are you putting that food on my plate? I don't eat this crap. <laughs> very quiet. 
Uh, growing up, I never said a word. I was always quiet, shy kid. But at home, I'm like, uh, yeah. Turn this television show off. <laughs> Dynasty sucks. I'm a Dallas guy. RK Black brings you this hour. RKBlack.com. Knippelmeyer's Chevrolet text line. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Kevin in Tulsa says there's a sudden shortage of pimento cheese in Oklahoma. Apparently he can't find it anywhere. (laughs) You're welcome. Um, If I I have to hear Cole Swindell's uh, single Saturday night song again, I may go to the insane asylum is what this person says. Kane Brown? Kane Brown? That's worse than even Cole Swindell. Mm. Mm. Uh, Zach, uh, who we, uh, has determined is uh, Zach Bryant, he's uh, saying yeah, he Zach. thought Gundy would be a Swifty. I could see that. Yeah. I was surprised by Gundy's pick. He doesn't seem like a Prince guy. Uh, Tommy says, come on, TJ. Swindell is pretty good. Yeah, when mm. his song ends and it's off my radio... Head coach favorite musical artist? Uh-huh. Mule Shoe is definitely a Swifty. Signed Gator. Hashtag Spike was safe. <laughs> what What do you think? You know what? I might be able to find the answer to that because he's been doing this in all the conferences. So what is your guess as to what Lincoln Riley's would be? Him and Clark Stroud probably like AHA or some 80s band that they sing car karaoke to together. Uh-huh. Berlin, something like that. Take okay, my let's breath see here. Away. ACC, Conference USA, Big Ten. Sean Jackson said he would have read Here we go, Pac-12. Said ABBA. <laughs> All right, I got the Pac-12. Favorite musical artist, uh, Lincoln Riley, is Kenny Chesney. Oh, you know why he said that. He was just hanging out yeah, backstage with he, Kenny Chesney. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's... He's always on a boat fishing too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah makes sense. I should have I should have thought of that. Burley Boomer says, OMG, I just spewed my mimosa. Chip Kelly is Mumford and Sons. <laughs> so is Dan Lanning. Dan Lanning, Mumford and Sons. <laughs> what? Are they still putting out music? I mean they might be. I don't I'm, I'm just asking. <laughs> I haven't heard of them in a long time. Yeah. Uh Matt Campbell might as well jump to a different job. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Brooks, Halen, get it? Brooks says, yeah, I get it. It seems yeah. like they mixed up Gundy and Brent's picks. At least I think that's what she's that hoping. It does seem that way. Zane's, uh, Zane's giving a vote for Alice Cooper here. He's letting us know he's an Alice Cooper guy. Uh, 580 Nate. Prince was at Wimbledon. Not Luke Bryan concert. Jeez. Hmm. I don't know. What, would we say something about somebody being at a Luke Bryan concert? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what don't we said. Uh, Dallas Bill says Spangler can get out there on the court with them. Yeah, Ryan's around. Yeah, yeah, he's around. That's a good idea. Yeah, a good idea. Toby, why don't we play baseball at Bricktown anymore? Well, let's see. I'm trying to remember. Was it two years ago? I guess it was. I guess the last two seasons we haven't played in Bricktown. Um,. I know that, like, when the Dodgers took over, this is what I've heard anyway. When the Dodgers took over, there was more of a reluctance on their part to host events that weren't just 
you know, uh, their, their games. That's why I think we've seen, we didn't see the Big 12 tournament come back. We haven't seen Bedlam played in Bricktown. From what I've heard, it's kind of a, that ballpark, the Dodgers aren't really that open to those events anymore. Uh, so they played Bedlam in Tulsa. The Big 12 tournament's moved to Arlington. If that's not true, somebody can let me know, but that's what I've heard. Yeah, the only thing that I've known that they've done recently is the Savannah Bananas. They did that last season, mm-hmm. but other than that, you're right. Because before it was the Dodgers, uh, especially during the summer and stuff, they would host a lot of concerts. Um, I remember Def Leppard and someone played there uh, a few years back. But since the Dodgers have taken over, I don't know of any of that happening either. So I think I think you may be right on some of that. Akron head coach Joe Moorhead, favorite musical artist, is the Notorious B.I.G. <laughs> Has he gone through the SEC yet? Uh, I was wondering what Saban's answer would have been. There's the ACC. Clemson said, uh, Dabo Sweeney said Garth Brooks. I could see that. Uh, let me see. Conference USA, Big 12, Mac. Probably saving the SEC for last, you know. Independent up to it. I don't see the SEC. Let me let me add that to my search here. Hang on. Uh, no, I don't see the SEC yet. What do you? What, what's your guess? What is Saban going to say? I don't know. He'll Eagles, say, maybe the Eagles or something like nah, that. He'll say country music. He'll he'll, he'll give some, you know. George, who's Georgia? Who's in? Uh, who's uh, an Kirby artist in Georgia? Smart. Um, he's probably Jason Aldean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something don't like that. Don't, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. What about Jimbo? What do you think Jimbo will say? Oh gosh. Um, Remember, he's got ranches. he's got ranches, so probably George Strait. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would think something like that. Uh, Nate, uh, Nate Dogg of Stutzman Army, the pettiness of so-called leadership in the Big 12 is like after a breakup. You know you will never see the other person who you pushed away, and when they have moved on and found someone who appreciates them, you want to try and do something and everything you can to ruin that relationship. Yep. They're mad. They're big mad, and they want to try to make us feel bad on the way out the door. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, okay. TJ is right. By opening his mouth, Brett fuels the belief that the conference is biased against some of its members. It's true. It it definitely doesn't help that narrative. But maybe he doesn't care. Uh, hey, Brett Maverick was one of the greatest Western characters of all time. So there's a good Brett for you. He's saying Brett oh, okay. Maverick. Yeah. yeah, Brett. Brett would be a good name for a Western character. Uh, several Brett Mavericks here I see had come in on the uh, text line. So, uh, Sturgill Simpson needs to be someone's pick, this texter says. Uh, Saban, totally a deadhead. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think I heard Nick Saban listens to The Who. That's from Hmm. uh, Dan and uh, Madison, so... Uh, the way Jimbo coaches football, his artist should be Carly Rae Jepsen. (laughs) (laughs) 
She sang the Friday song, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this one's saying Saban is definitely an Ariana Grande listener. Uh, <laughs> uh, Switzer, Elton John. Is that true? Someone says here, uh, Toby Keith for Switzer. Someone says Elton John. I don't know if people are guessing or if they... Well, I don't know, know, but this. that was that was kind of a swing and a miss by Brent not to say Toby Keith, wasn't it? I didn't think yeah, about that. Yeah, just it was. Now. Uh, I got to know more about the Kane Brown selection. That's just an odd pick. It's got to be related to his. You got to ask him about that on a coach's show at some point. Okay, Monday we got him Monday night. Uh, Saban equals Skinnerd. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just listens to Alabama. I did, he just, Saban, Saban just listens to "I Did It My Way." <laughs> <laughs> Sinatra. Lincoln Saban Riley and Sinatra would be good, yeah. Lincoln Riley thinks he likes classic rock. He really likes air supply. I got no problem with air supply. <laughs> Toby likes some air supply. I like air supply. <laughs> um, uh, air supply in Chicago uh, were my jams back in the day. Uh, Sooner Steven says Dodgers still host the high school baseball championship games, but if you add in Bedlam, Big 12, and concerts, that's a lot to ask from workers on any site, in my opinion. Hmm. Well, you're trying to make money, though. I mean, you know, the natural grass is the problem. You look at those facilities, like whether it's uh, Paycom or your place down in Arlington, TJ, mm-hmm. they got rodeos, they got concerts, they got college baseball. I mean, they're turning that thing over almost every night. The Rangers aren't playing. Something's going on in there because they, the busier the building is, the more money they make. The problem's the natural grass. And, um, you know, it gets torn up. You use it too much, it gets torn up. So I get it. It's a little disappointing. A lot of fun uh, Big 12 tournaments and OU baseball games. They hosted a regional there one year. Didn't go very well, but that was fun. UCLA came to town. Um, So anyway, I don't know. We'd have to get somebody from the Dodgers to tell us why. Uh, Last one here says, the Dave Matthews Band fits Dave Aranda perfectly. That's your boy right there. Break time, Thursday morning. Coming down the stretch drive on the T-Row in the Morning Show. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. You did it to yourself. I know. So I'm just doing it because it makes me angry because the first time I heard this song, I looked at Katie and I said, he completely ripped off Pound Sign by Kevin Fowler, which goes, uh, let's play this. He completely stole it. I feel like Pound Sign, question mark, star, exclamation point. Same, Same song. song. Same song, just different, uh, words. different words. Yeah. yeah. Completely ripped it off. What a, what a Coach Swindell. I'm on to you, you bum. Scam Swindell. That's what I'm calling him from now on. <laughs> okay, Teach, what do we need to tell folks is coming up on krefsports.tv? Football. Football is underway. High school football action tonight, krefsports.tv. Owasso versus uh, Bixby and Union at Westmore both tonight. You can watch both of those on krefsports.tv if you want some uh, football action on a Thursday night. Both games kicking off, I believe, at 7.30. Um, so, Owasso, Bixby, and Union Westmore tonight on krefsports.tv. Are these games or scrimmages? 
Are they scrimmages? No, I no, think I they're games. Know. No, I think they're games? the first we're games. Going? Yeah, we're going. We're going. High school yeah. football season, we're going. That's right. Well, here we go then. That's big time. Lie! You said Bixby and Owasso? Yes. Bixby Union. Bixby who? Union at Westmore and then Owasso at Bixby, I believe. Owasso at Bixby. All right. Yeah. All right. Very good. Wow. Okay. And that How do people at, do that's that? that yeah, that game's at the University of Tulsa, by the way, the uh, Bixby game. So Let's say I got a computer. Uh, how do I do this? What do I do? I just uh, dial it up K-R- there. Say, K-R-E-F-Sports.tv. And, and then you'll have your in. list of schools and uh, what games are live at that point. And you can do this at any point of the school year. So mm-hmm. if it's uh, not football you're looking for, perhaps uh, volleyball or you know some other sport that's going on, basketball when it starts up, uh, you can go right there, see what's on the carryofsports.tv menu for that night for the different schools around the state that we carry, and boom, just click on it and watch the stream of it. It's really cool. We are the uh, pretty much the number one outlet for uh, high school play-by-play coverage across the yes. state now. KRFSports.tv. We've got a yeah. whole network of broadcasters out there. And so any Thursday and Friday night, you're just whether it's your team or you're just down to watch some great high school football, dial them up right there on the old dial-up machine. That's how you do it. That is correct. Yes. Right there, right there. And the whole, you know what I'm talking about, Teach. You know what Cross it is. Crosstown Clash next Thursday night at uh, – University of, back at University of Oklahoma. That's why field. I was asking if these are real games because I thought it's the season started next week. But maybe this is like week zero in high school football. Or I think so because I don't think otherwise. I don't think they would be holding a scrimmage at uh, UT. So yeah, that's right. Yeah. This is your boy yesterday talking about the arrest of Sam Williams. First of all, I'm saying that he is, as, which is more often the case than not. Uh, this shot sounds a little hollow, but he does and is maturing. Uh, and he is. Was he going 66 miles an hour? Last year? Oh, no, this year. <laughs> so he's 34 miles an hour less than this year. Than 98, 98, 66. So that's improvement. Okay, a couple of things here. Um, audio's not great. Jerry's talking about Sam Williams, who got arrested for going 66 miles an hour, which was speeding. I don't know what the speed limit was, Teach. Do it you was know? 30, I believe. Okay. It may have been a school zone. Um, all right. Much slower. He was going way too fast. I know 30, 40 way miles over, yeah. But Jerry is saying he is showing signs of maturing because last year he was going 100 miles an hour <laughs> when he had a crash, I guess. Right. And this year he's only going 66, so he's improving. But of real note here is the media member in this scrum, Tiege, who is just tickled pink by what Jerry is saying and his his wheeze laughing. I'm going to play it for you again. First of all, I'm saying that he is, as, which is more often the case than not. Uh, this shot sounds a little hollow, but he does and is maturing. Uh, and he is. Was he going 66 miles an hour? Last year? Oh, no, this year. So he's 34 miles an hour less than this year. Than 98, 98, 66. What in the heck is that? Notice he only talks about the speeding. He doesn't talk about the fact he was arrested because he had uh, – uh, charged with possession of a controlled substance, and I think oh, uh, had I an illegal firearm as well. So uh, <laughs> there were other things that led to this. I don't think he he didn't uh, get arrested because he was getting a speeding ticket. Although last year, yeah, he was doing like the 100 miles an hour, whatever zone it was. So All that's bad. He shouldn't be doing it. Right. I'm way more concerned about the wheeze laughing. <laughs> of <laughs> can't even do it. 
last week was a fruit ball. My Butley's on from the Wacky Racers. What is that? Is that a human? Maybe like somebody's letting the air out of a balloon. I was gonna say letting helium out of a balloon. Maybe yeah. You can do it. I can't do it. He's just so hilarious. What Jerry's saying about this guy maturing that uh, he's trying to hold back, but he can't. Oh, man. <laughs> so I saw, I guess this is serious. Somebody on my ex Twitter machine last night said, We got a Netflix documentary on Jerry Jones coming out. Oh, I haven't Are seen they this. Are they working on one? Like a 10 part documentary or something like that? Wow. Well, I hadn't seen this news. Maybe it wasn't serious. They were talking about how uh, soft these Netflix documentaries have been on Johnny Manziel and on Florida. Yeah, I'm out on the Florida one. I, I more complaints. You know, we talked about yeah, it. I'm yesterday, not going to watch it. And I, I heard about way more complaints about it yesterday from a lot of people. Yeah. A lot on X, like you're saying, uh, was blowing up about it. And I'm like, well, I'm not even going to watch it now. So here it is. This is uh, Jim Weber. Who's Jim Weber? He is a film, TV, and podcast producer. All right, he's got 79,000 followers. That's, I mean, he must be somebody. I don't know. He says, we need to talk about these Netflix documentaries, in quotes, have just become PR for their subjects. Examples, Harry and Meghan, Jake Paul, Johnny Manziel, Urban Meyer. And now we're getting a 10-part doc on Jerry Jones that Netflix paid $50 million for. Take a guess how he'll be portrayed. Huh. I mean, there's a fascinating story there with all the stuff that he's been in trouble with from the uh, the child out of wedlock and the uh, situations in bathrooms at local bars and clubs. But it doesn't sound like that's the kind of stuff that's Netflix what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's the stuff people want to hear the behind-the-scenes stuff, too, though. And they don't want Jerry coming on there in a 10-part docuseries and talking about the charities that he helps and stuff. That's not what they want to see in that type of thing. I hope one episode is entirely devoted to Wee's guy. I'll have to go find that clip, see if I recognize who that might be. Unbelievable. He just couldn't find what Jerry is saying to be any more hilarious. Work on that. Work on that, because I want you to do that every coach's show. When Brent drops something funny or Porter this year, you go into Wheeze guy. <laughs> I can't see. I can't get the Wheeze. <laughs> I'm getting closer. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a question. You're Brent Venables, and you give me a funny answer, okay? Uh, Brent. So, uh, Kane Brown, really? I don't even know how to give a funny answer to that. <laughs> I think I'm hurting myself. I was going to say, you might fall over on the stage and need resuscitation. Out. All right, all right. You can't even give an answer about Cade Brown, huh? All right. All right. I was going to well, say we'll something about his that. great lyrics and... Uh, meaningful uh songs but i don't know I don't you know. couldn't get it out of I your mouth get it out of my mouth well, just in case the somebody clipped the audio and it got back to eric church <laughs> <laughs> all 
I got to hear it one more time before we get a break. Hang on a second here. No, this year. So it's 34 miles an hour less than this year. Than 98, 98.66. So that's important. Unbelievable. Maybe it was Stephen. Stephen Jones standing next to Dad. Dad, you're killing me with this maturing. I even like how he says that. He's maturing. 847 Plank joins us next. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. It is time for The Crossover with Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. Brought to you by Orthostat. Injuries aren't convenient, but Orthostat is. Orthostat, convenient orthopedic care. Seven days a week, no appointment needed. Now, with the crossover, here's Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. Matt Plank Show joins us to wrap it up. Good morning, Plank. What's up, Toby? How are you, man? I'm good. I got to hang out with you last night, so I'm in a good mood today. Great night. Me too, man. That was a good time. That was fun. Very grateful. Very grateful. Learned a lot. Um... I will say, um, that is a place I don't get to go very often. Mm-hmm. Uh, Same. And every time I do to eat, it's incredible. So that's yes. That's my big takeaway from last night. Someone in town named The Ranch knows how to make some steaks. And the appetizers, pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. And I've been walking a lot today, Toby. Got a lot of food to walk yeah. off. A lot of extra <laughs> stuff to- today. As soon as the show's over, I got to get out. Uh, I definitely exceeded the, the calorie limit <laughs> for the like three days total last night. So, <laughs> thank you, Teach. <laughs> By the way, I've watched several angles of the video. He's nowhere to be seen in any of the angles that I've found so far. I don't really? know who it is. Still, sounds like he's the guy holding the microphone to me. But, um, Plank, what's your take on the whole your mark thing? I think we've got to stop. The video casting, the if it's either inviting of the media or something at these pep rallies, I, I just think let let him be there in that moment and let him enjoy it because it's just it's not a good look. And I'm I when I first saw it, I didn't think too much of it, but then when I started T row, seeing some of the reaction and the oh, well, the commissioner is basically now saying in a year in which. You know, we're all going to be fair and balanced, and Oklahoma fans already have their problems with the holding calls from last year. Now you have a commissioner coming out and saying, can't wait for you to beat them. Uh, and then I, I mean, I, again, if it's just a crowd of Texas Tech fans, uh, who according to the one Texas Tech friend that I have is really taking this breakup hard. Well, I, I have two, but one of them is mm-hmm. really taking it hard. He's right. not happy. Very bitter. Um feels like Texas Tech and Oklahoma State are taking it harder than anyone. Right, exactly. And so my thought is just let them be them in their moments because when something like that gets out there, it's just a bad look in general. Now, I'm sure there's a faction like, yeah, yeah, you show them, you show them, and that's fine. But it really, to me, to me, T-Row, maybe I'm making too much of it, but it just, it's not, it's not a smart move, I think. I think it's one of the first mistakes that your mark has made so far in this process. Yeah. It, it, if you are a conspiracy theorist, 
that Go thinks the Big 12 is out to, you know, get OU in Texas with the referees. And listen, there is statistical evidence to kind of back you up on that claim last year. Exactly. But do you under, I mean, I, it is impossible for me to believe that, despite all the mm-hmm. statistical data. Right. It would just be such a thing to try to cover up. You know how many referees would have to be involved with that and nobody know about it? And it would be one of the biggest scandals in sports history if that was ever uncovered. So I don't think that's true. I kind of, I mean, sports is better when we have villains. And your mark has made himself into a villain. So I don't know. I kind of, I kind of, can can I throw the thing though and and what we were going to talk about? I mean, I want everyone to be able to have their moment with their fans. But when it gets out that Joey McGuire is saying he questions if Oklahoma and Texas, when, and obviously this is more home for Oklahoma, is blue bloods. And then I guess one of them's pretty good at Olympic sports. That's something that doesn't need to be getting out. I mean, that's, hey, say that with your fan base, and that's hilarious. And I understand the, the, the cockiness and the arrogance right now. And it's, it's fine, but. I don't know, T. Rowe, if that's something I want out there as far as the head coach. Joey McGuire might not care, but I just I kind of yeah. found that to be also a little bit much. Well, like I said earlier, it's a shot at those sports. It's like we're the only important sport on campus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It is a shot at Texas, though, and I can totally mm-hmm. get behind that. Any shot at Texas, <laughs> I, can to- <I'm- laughs> I can endorse. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of mean to the Olympic <laughs> okay, sports. Okay, I'll I'll well, I mean, you look at the if, you come on. You, you look at the chart of uh, all-time national championships or whatever won by Big Twelve mm-hmm. schools, and Texas has like a hundred and forty, and the next closest school has like sixty or whatever it is. And you're like, yeah, right. but how many of those were swimming and diving? You know, <laughs> right? Hey, I, Let's be honest. I have something that was brought up yesterday off the uh, Kenneth Meyer Chevrolet text line. Oklahoma's won fourteen football championships in the Big Twelve. The next closest team that's still in the league has three. Yeah. How long, if these current conference kind of setups stay where they are, okay. how long would it take for someone to catch 14 whenever the next closest is three? Um, 2070. <laughs> I think you might be right. Yeah. It's a long time is decades is the answer to that. It'll take decades for anybody to get the fourteen Big Twelve titles. Yeah, Chris, have a great They're show today. Gonna have great to, get to, get to see you fifteen. Yeah, that's oh, right. 15, got it. Good see, we're here. gonna win one more. Way to go, Sorry. Teach. Look at All you. Right, see you guys. See you, bud. Uh, thanks to Chris Blair from LSU for joining us today. We'll do it again tomorrow. Have a great Thursday, everybody.